was an uh, that was an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> you got there, you know. I, I eventually got there. Uh, posted on the wrong page, uh, but now it's on the right page. And uh, I would like to blame it on the beer, but I've I'm only opened my second one, so this is just technology insufficiency. I'll call it. <laughs> Sometimes things happen like that. It does we all, we all have technical difficulties once in a while? Technical difficulties is a uh, yeah yeah that's the great that's the perfect term for it. Yep, nothing in life is perfect. No. So welcome everyone to Stories from a Virtual Bar live. Uh, I think it's also my 40th episode when I go to post the audio for this. Uh, I, of course, am the host, Chris Osborne. For this episode, I'm hanging out with Tim Walton. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, man. Good. Good. We're chatting a little bit as I was trying to get this to post correctly. It's nice to uh, finally chat somewhat in person here, albeit virtually. Agreed. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for having me on. I, I, I really appreciate it. No, man. Um, I'm happy you could do it. Like I said, I've uh, obviously I'm a member of all the 518 groups. Uh, I started following your Tim's Kitchen blog a while back. Uh, my, my buddy Aaron's already joined the chat, buddy. Hey, how are you going, friend? But uh, yeah, so I'm glad we could find 40th episode. Oh, awesome. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah. Man, oh, man, is there a lot we can talk about? So I'm happy you could be here. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you again for having me. Absolutely. Before we really get into anything, though, uh, what are you drinking, friend? Uh, I am drinking uh, a artisanal BB Brown Ale. Nice. I almost grabbed an artisanal myself. I've got uh, the bottom shelf in my fridge is all lined up with artisanals, but I went and I grabbed my last uh, Whitman Bruin up in Saratoga. Uh, nice. I, I, I can hear America singing. I can hear America singing New England IPA. Awesome. It's delicious. It's the first, it's actually the first beer of theirs I've had. And it's delightful. So I'm glad I, uh, I stumbled across that. I haven't had a chance to get up to the brewery. I actually found that, uh, what's the beverage center in Albany? I can't think of the name, not Al- Westmere. Stopped at Westmere and they had it. So I had to grab it as I was, so I was there for like a half hour trying to make a difficult decision because there's just so many beers. <laughs> yeah. I often, uh, when I do go to beverage centers, I plan on going in for to grab something quick, and I'm like, oh, there's this, or there's that. So hard to decide. There's so many good beers. There is, man. It's <laughs> uh, We live in a great area with a great local selection, and then you know you throw in other New York State beers in this one bill, and I'm like, holy crap, I've been here for a half hour, and I still haven't picked anything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got to say, you're the reason I'm doing uh, my day drinking today. So okay. thanks for that. No problem. <laughs> if we weren't doing this so early in the afternoon, I probably wouldn't have started until at least dinner time. <laughs> hey, if I can give you an excuse to drink, so be it. Absolutely. I'm doing a good deed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'll call it. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, well, I've dialed back the going going out the past few months and things like that because you know COVID and everything. My girlfriend has asthma, so I don't want to take the risk being out there. Plus, you know, I still go to work four to five days a week. I'm honestly pretty shocked our paths have never crossed when I was going out because you seem like you're all over the place, <laughs> all over the place, man. Uh, yeah, been. yeah, I have been all over the place, but I personally had to scale it back uh, myself. One, because of COVID and two, it's just it just catches up to you. You, you do so much and you're you're busy all the time. You easily get tired out, burned out. And uh, plus, I'm trying to focus a lot of my energy on my business that I started, which is very important. You know, it's my baby, so I oh, have yeah. to prioritize it. It's how I make uh, a living. Yeah, and we'll, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to chatting about that as well. You got a, man, like I said, man, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on. Like I said, it's only my second time streaming, so I'm still trying to get this down. And I want to do it more because I have every other Friday off. So I kind of want to start being productive on these three-day weekends. So I'm going to start trying to put out something or do something like twice a month. And I'm thinking as I do this, because my camera looks grainy, because I just use the laptop camera. If I'm going to start doing more, I should probably invest in a better camera. (laughs) Yeah, that would help for sure. And uh, a buddy of mine, my buddy Aaron has, uh, I, yeah, thanks Aaron. I did get a haircut. I'm not happy with it, but you know, it, it was time. I had some long hair. uh, And the winter dry static was just causing it to go all over the place. And I couldn't, couldn't take it anymore 
And then I go into the barber shop and I, I don't know why they bother asking me what I want. Cause they just ignore the words that come out of my mouth afterwards and then just kind of take it upon themselves to, okay, whip all the way up the side. Oh, <laughs> so that's how that, that's how my haircut experiences usually roll. Now, do you, uh, do you have a, a regular barbershop that you go to or a barber that no you, uh, i don't No, i generally go to the um a handful of different places the same places it, it depends where i am during the day um i don't mind calling to make an appointment but they usually only do the same day appointments now okay which uh because i tried to make one the day before at the place i wanted to go and they're like well we don't we only do same day appointments I'm like all right i guess i'll have to try someplace else tomorrow so i ended up going there but i'm like whatever it'll grow back Right. I'll just, uh, I'm drinking to ease the pain. <laughs> Start going to a black barber shop, my friend Aaron says. I could try that. I don't know. That would yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, sure. That... Shout out to, uh, shout out to a high profile barber shop, my man Dwayne, Broadway Schenectady. Broadway and Schenectady? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, Dwayne uh, has been cutting my hair since I was 16 years old, off and oh, on wow. for the most part of my uh, life, um, ever since I was a teenager. And uh, he's my regular barber shop that I go to. He owns it. And, uh, all I have to do is sit down and uh, he knows what to do. I'll have to try them out next time, I think. Yeah, because I'm not usually. So I'll end up at like, you know, a Supercuts or something like that just to try to get it out of the way, more out of convenience. But maybe I should check out Dwayne. Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll send you his information after the um, the uh, podcast. Yeah, well, I think it's going to be a little while before I need another haircut now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so I think I'm going to, with my Fridays off, start doing a little more of the podcast. I'm going to look into getting a better camera. Mine's a little grainy, but it also might cut into my video and game and reading time. So I don't know. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> we'll see how long I can stick with it. But this is the second stream I've done. The first one was great. I did it with a local musician, Josh Cassano. Got a oh, lot I love of, Josh. Josh yeah, is awesome. Super cool guy. Uh, yeah. For anyone that hasn't checked him out, definitely go check out his tunes. But I was just in the week I had the video posted, it had over 300 views. So I'm like, that's awesome. I got to keep doing more of this. Like, okay. And I could do it from home, which is the best part. (laughs) Yeah, that's wonderful. You have that freedom to be at home. Um, Yeah. So you sound like you you really love doing it. So if you have a passion for something, um, just keep going at it. Um, You know, when you have time and your free time and just... uh, breathe live and breathe it for a while and see where it takes you yeah man it's um i'm coming up on three years doing this it'll be three years in april i'm trying to put a little virtual party of some kind together i've got some new uh marketing some new logos that i'm working on having made so i'm looking forward to that plan but when i started out i'm like and i'm thinking of what i wanted to do i'm like i i like drinking beer and talking to people that's pretty much it (laughs) so i'm like that seems like the perfect idea to base a podcast on and it's it's great because i love going to all the local places i love trying new beers all the time uh, so it gives me a chance to learn a little bit about them and it gives you know the brewers and the people in the industry their opportunity to really talk it's not just a 10 second news clip or a highlight in the news really, I'm, i'll sit there you know i'll sit down with them for like an hour and we chat my favorite when is when i can really get them talking so i just sit there and drink and let them run with it <laughs> <laughs> smart man all right i know yeah. man i know it's like the show makes itself after a while yeah man that's that's always the hope but it, it's been fun i've gotten a great response people are always of course happy to talk and i'm always of course happy to i think of it as a win-win i get to you know taste all these beers learn about them and help promote local businesses so it's been great for me and one of the reasons i you admire a lot of the stuff you do you're super into promoting all the local places around the 518 and things like that like i started of course following your blog tim's kitchen a while ago when that was going on you're born and raised in schenectady right yeah born and raised in schenectady uh third generation schenectadian uh my grandmother moved here in the late 1920s and uh they're originally from the middleburg schenevis area Oh, wow. from the 1800s so i have a lot of uh, local roots here nice i'm from the area myself i lived in south carolina for five years between ages 15 and 20 and then came back so i've been back 15 17 years somewhere like that now okay so yeah i've never moved to... away myself uh but i've traveled a lot and mm-hmm. i want to continue doing that that's my uh, ultimate goal 
is to travel some more and off and on. And uh, there's just so much, so many places to see and uh, life is so short. You have to do it and you'll create memories and stories that will last forever. Nothing yeah, man. I, uh, yeah. I'm hopefully we get back to a place late this year with enough vaccines and coming out and everything like that, where, you know, the traveling really opens up because there's, I can see everyone making their bucket list now for a post COVID travel plan, trying to knock out everything they can. Hopefully if we take anything away from this whole pandemic, it's to live life to its fullest and really do what we want to do. That's what I'm love to see more people, you know, follow in their passions and things like that after this. Right. I, I totally agree with you. But yeah, I'm on my second beer today and it's going to be a long day. I'm recording another movie podcast or a movie podcast tonight with some buddies. We do popcorn and pints. I don't know if you've seen me post about that, but we'll be drinking no. and talking about stepbrothers tonight. <laughs> the, oh, cool. the Will Ferrell movie. That sounds yeah, like a fun great. podcast. Yeah, but it's fun. You know, life in quarantine, cutting back, going out other than to work or the store, looking for more, a little few more hobbies to do. So we started up a new movie podcast, Popcorn and Pints. It's part of the Z Network. Uh, we created a, just a network for content creators by content creators. So for anyone looking to do something at nine o'clock tonight and most Saturdays, check out Popcorn and Pints. Uh, like I said, I'm day drinking now, so who knows what condition I'll be in tonight, but <laughs> luckily my couch is 10 feet away and I don't have to go anywhere to do it, <laughs> but let's talk about you, man. Uh, first okay. off, like I mentioned, Tim's New York kitchen, uh, was great blog. Uh, so many awesome recipes and food pictures and stuff on there. Did you want to be a chef? How did you end up starting that? Uh, so I've always been cooking ever since I was young. Um, my mother and my grandmother taught me and family members. I have a huge family and family's very important to me. And, uh, I was raised in a house with my grandmother and she lived in the home and, uh, everybody, like all the Keystone family members would congregate at my home to visit my grandmother because, uh, she was disabled. So she couldn't get out of the house. So everybody would come to see us. And uh, I was lucky to develop so many relationships, um, strong relationships with family members, and in turn, learned uh, bits and pieces from everyone. And also, I grew up in a very diverse neighborhood, and I would go to people's homes to eat. And I'll say, "Who? How? How'd you make this? Or how'd you make that?" Or I would ask questions, and I was always, uh, I always admired different cultures and you know, different backgrounds, different flavors. So um, cooking uh, was a passion uh, for me since I was very young. Um, and then I just uh, stumbled upon IG and I was like, you know what? I'll start posting recipes. <laughs> so I started making recipes. Actually, I first started posting them to my uh, Facebook page, my personal, personal Facebook page. And then I was like, all right, I'm getting used to this. So I, I started doing it on IG. And then after that, I started to travel a lot. Um, and I had, because I had a lot of vacation time with my uh, former job, I, I used to work for Proctors. And uh, in my travel time, I would link up with different foodies across the country. And I would put a post out on Instagram and said, hey, I'm coming to this city, you know, hashtag those cities and say, who, say, who wants to meet up? And I would meet up with foodies all across the country. Nice. And uh, uh, I learned a little bit from each and every one of them and i brought it back here brought it back home that's awesome yeah yeah and uh i plan on continuing tim's near kitchen soon uh after all my other social media stuff is balanced <laughs> and so expect a, a major comeback don't call it a comeback as don't LL call it a comeback. yep elo cool would say you are <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I followed Tim's Kitchen for a while once I first stumbled across it. And then uh, we're f we became Facebook friends. And then these yep. 518 groups started popping up all over the place, it seemed like. Um, particularly 518 Brews, which we'll get into in a bit. But I I'm okay. watching all these pop up and watching them kind of explode. I'm like, this, this, you seem like one of the busiest social media people I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes i am busy i'm not gonna lie but to me it's worth it to invest the time now and to invest the energy now 
so I can do what I love later. I'm, not, I'm already doing what I love. Yes, I'm exhausted some days, but I'm doing what I love. And um, that's, this, this is me laying the foundation to continue to do that. And, well, you know, there's always that saying, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life, which there's days where I'm doing something I love that I still hate doing it. But, you know, for some reason, I still love it. I don't, it, huge contradiction, but it, you know, it ends up like, uh, I, I have like bad anxiety when it comes to public speaking and things like that. So I started a right. podcast. I don't like, I get all these nerves and anxiousness prior to when it starts, but once I start going and I'm having a beer, I love it. And by the time it's over, I feel super satisfied when I put out these episodes and things like that. It's really weird. It's a weird balance. I go through during the day prepping for a show to afterwards when I'm in a great spirits again. And I don't know, it feels, right. it makes me feel like I've accomplished something. Gotcha. I totally get you on the anxiety front. I have anxiety too, sometimes really bad, but when I overcome it or when like, I'm in like a social gathering or, or at events, especially events, when I get going, I get going. Like, people <laughs> who know me, like, I'll talk to everybody. I'll talk everybody up. I don't care at that point. Like, you know, this is me, Tim. Hey, how are you doing? You know, this is great. That's great. Who are you? Where are you from? You know, I, I, I don't mind talking people up. I love meeting new people. So many well, uh, people have different stories and different backgrounds and they do different businesses. It's just amazing to listen to all of them. And yeah, and it, again, that's one of the reasons I started the podcast. I love sitting at the bar, having some drinks and just start talking to the person next to me and hearing, holy shit, this guy's from this place. He's done this. And wow. Yeah. And you just get in that kind of role and that's super fun. But let me see if I've, if, if I've got this straight, because I tried to write down the groups that you started to try to keep track of them. Uh, outside of Tim's kitchen. Okay. Uh, so let me see if I've got this right. So the 518 related Facebook groups and pages. So we got 518 Brews, of course, which is almost at 10,000 members, which is mind boggling. <laughs> that, yeah, is, yeah. that is a lot I'm of surprised. people. So there are 518 Wines, 518 Restaurants, 518 Business Network, and 518 Great. Is that all of them? Did I miss anything? Uh, there's Inspired Home Cooks. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's a new one that's uh, be, uh, gaining popularity. Uh, so that's uh, a spinoff of Tim's Near Kitchen because I always tagged myself as an inspired home cook. It's like, well, a group of, of uh, inspired home cooks would be great. So like share home recipes, share recipes um, that you uh, learned from family. And I'm trying to promote that family and hand-me-down heirloom recipe aspect. Um a lot of people are sharing family recipes and uh, in, in, in all different types of recipes in general, but I really love that group. Um, it's uh, taking on a following and it's continuing to grow. Awesome. I need to get into cooking more like, uh, cause I eat the same stuff over and over. Uh, I mean, my freezer's full of easy stuff, of course, but then I always tell myself I'm going to cook something this day. And then I get sidetracked. I'm like, yeah, it's too late. It's too much work, but it's, I'm trying to be better, at least trying to eat a little better and prepare some better foods for myself. And you gotcha. have just taken a quick uh, look at your blog again today. Just some amazing pictures, like the roasted potatoes looked awesome. And uh, you have some great recipes on there. So I got to, I got to find that Facebook group and join that. So I can try to get some uh, inspiration here. Okay. Awesome. But yeah, a lot of these groups that uh, I started, I didn't start them all alone. I had a lot of help from friends and just people having my back, um, the local community really had my back or has my back. And uh, I wouldn't be where I am today without them. Um, I did not do this alone. I just want to stress that. <laughs> I, I do put a lot of energy in it, yes. And I get up every morning, yes. But without that support, I wouldn't be anywhere. Oh, no. And yeah, I see of um, making me hungry, Aaron says in the comments. I need to join that as well. Yes, you do, buddy. Yes, you do. <laughs> Yeah, I. Uh, who are the other uh, main people behind these groups? I think Car Clark, right? Is she a big? Yeah, yeah. Name? So uh, she uh, has been my admin uh, from the get go. Uh, my side admin. Um, shout outs to shout out to these other, of course, important people as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Um, but uh, she uh, was there with me in the beginning of Five One Eight Brews, Five One Eight Wines. She's like, she was like, oh yeah, it's their great ideas. Uh, let's do it, and. Um, I'd always, I'll always appreciate her for that. And, um, 
and 518 Great was actually her idea. Um, and that's one of my favorite groups. Actually, it is my favorite group because oh, uh, we both spread positivity and kindness in the capital region and uh, charitable things and things that help the community are very important to me and they're important to her as well. So that's her, that's her baby. She, she um, started that. She, that was her idea. And I said, sure, you know, let's do this. Let's knock this out of the park. We're doing good. I'm glad you brought that up because I mentioned you seem like one of the hardest working social media people I've seen, but you also seem online like one of the kindest, nicest people I've seen on there. But uh, not that the bar's very high for, you know, online behavior. But Right, right. But between the, not, you know, I'm not perfect by any means, you know, but I between the, cre- I mean, yeah, but between the creation of that group and just the charitable causes we tried to raise money for with 518 Brews, which is awesome. You're doing some amazing stuff for the community. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just, you know, tr- just trying. And um, if I can make a difference any way I can, I'm going to tr- try. And, and like when, ever since I was young, I didn't have the best of everything, but I always mm-hmm. promised myself if I ever got into a position to do good for people, I'm going to do it. And I am, I feel very strongly about that. And I'll forever feel strongly about that. If you have the opportunity to help people and you have a voice, let it be heard, help those people that need help and, you know, be the difference and, you know, um, be an influence and, and, um, you know, tell people or like rub off on people and say, Hey, I can do this too. Just think of just, a quarter or a half more of the the world population thought that way. And uh, not that everybody doesn't think that way, but if more people thought that way, how much of a difference we would all make. Yeah, that'd be certainly a different world. Yeah. Peter Bo has joined the group yelling, yo, hey, Peter, how's it going? Hey, Thanks Peter. for watching, man. That's my man. <laughs> he says, where's my beer? I don't know. Don't you make them? <laughs> yeah. But uh, tell me about how 518 Brews got started. I It seemed like, uh, you know, one day I got the invite or found it. Next thing I know, there's thousands of members. So, I mean, how did the 518 Brews come about? Okay, so I got the idea of 518 Brews from a similar group, 518 Foodies. Uh, I saw uh, the good that they were doing with food. So I was like, hey, I'm going to start a beer group uh, because I was heavy at the time, more heavy in the bar scene than the food scene. Um, I was hanging out with a lot of brewers at the time. It's like, you know what, this is a great idea and I'm gonna go for it. So I went for it, I created 518 Brews and I started posting uh, beer pictures and stuff to it and I started inviting friends. I started messaging friends, word of mouth, say, hey, spread the word, help me out. Uh, We could do a lot of good with this group. And um, yeah, it just started and it started snowballing. And um, I love it that we're supporting craft brews and bars in and around uh, the 518 area, Um, especially because of of COVID, what happened with COVID, now is the time more than ever to support these bars and breweries um, and, you know, post your pictures and tag the place that you're at because, excuse me, other people in the group we'll see that and it would entice them to go check these places out yeah man uh yeah yeah so uh you know i love drinking beer i love people so why not create a group about it (laughs) that's all i mean are you surprised by how quickly this kind of took off and how many members have joined already i to be honest i'm not surprised uh of that it took off i am surprised how fast it grew but I know I am a hard worker. As you know, we talked about this. I get up every morning and, and I, I have a vision and I, my mind's full of ideas all the time. Sometimes too many ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I just love what I do and uh, I don't want to waste my mind. I don't want to waste all the ideas that I, that I come up with or help, help people with. And I know, again, I could do a lot of good with all these groups that I help manage. So they're important to me. And like I said um, before, previously, um, yeah, they're helping me do what I love. And and that in turn is going to help my business and continue to do what I love. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, 
I mean, we talked about you constantly raising funds for like with through 518 brew events and all kinds of various things. Uh, the latest one I saw a post on the 518 brews page yesterday, uh, new the first 518 brews brew, right? The give yes. back IPA. Yeah. The give back IPA. How, so uh, how, what's the story behind this project and how it came about? So uh, I was looking for a way to uh, do something good. I made some changes with the group. Um, I brought on some local brewers as moderators because I thought it was fitting to have some breweries involved uh, in 518 Brews. Um, so in group chats, I was chatting away with them and I threw the concept out there. It's like, hey, let's do a, a beer collab and let's support uh, some charities uh, while we're doing it. So uh, I was already supporting uh, LLS, the Leukemia and the Homeless Society. And uh, I suggested them and I asked uh, the team over admins and mods, uh, who else should we support at this time? And the subject of struggling uh, musicians came about. I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely behind that. Let's do that too. And um, I know a lot of local musicians need help right now yeah. because you know they can't play live anymore and they can't um, get that audience that they're used to getting and donations. So uh, luckily and thankfully, uh, we have Proctor's uh, support on that effort. Um, and they're going to help us collect the donations for and uh, manage the donations for the uh, fundraising of local musicians. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, the uh, local uh, upstate New York, Vermont chapter of LLS, Leukemia Lymphoma Society, is uh, supporting this as initiative as well. That's yeah, that's wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, again, I'm very thankful uh, to have uh, so many good team members on my team, go team. And I'm so thankful to have all these organizations and breweries uh, having our back, which is great. I was going to say, there's some, there's some great breweries involved with the Give Back IPA, Fort Orange, Indian Ladder, Wolf Hollow. Uh, I'm certainly familiar with all three of those. Stump City, I know of. I haven't had a chance to uh, taste any of their stuff, but I've heard great things about them too. Yeah, they're, they're a great place. Uh, I had my first taste of Stump City at Wolf Hollow while we were brewing the beer. Um, Matt Sherman uh, from Stump City brought some for us to try, and uh, the Scotch Ale is uh, delicious. Um, yeah, I highly recommend their Scotch Ale. And uh, yeah, great people. Definitely check them out. But uh, yeah, definitely check all those places out. In fact, yeah, I want to make a trip out to Fort Orange. It's been a while since I've been out there. I don't live, I used to live in Manans. I live in Iskayuna now, so it's a much farther drive. So I don't get, I don't get out to the Albany places as much, which is why I have to rely on the local beverage centers a little more. But uh, I need to take a trip out to Fort Orange and stock up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Fort Orange, also a great brewery. Yeah. But, uh, I, I mean, I love the 518 Brews group, not just, uh, you know, because of the, of course, the pictures of beer and the drinking memes are fun and stuff like that, but the collaboration or the, you know, types of people that are members makes it really great because it's not just the people, your average beer drinker, some might say alcoholic, I don't, but... Uh, <laughs> But I mean, you had you were able to like brewers, industry people, bar people are all members in the group too. So it's like a who's who if you're looking for recommendations and information too, which is awesome. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I love uh, how it's mixed. The audience is mixed like that. And part of the uh, um, what I wanted to uh, make out of this group is I wanted it to be open to everyone to be friendly to invite people in to the new york state craft brew industry who aren't typically into the industry to see it from the outside in and to be enticed and welcomed into the brew community because sometimes people can be afraid to try new things sometimes people want to stay safe on the outside looking in and I think I'm laying the foundation and helping to lay the foundation to bring people from the outside in and, uh, and in turn get more people to show up at these bars, more people to show up at these breweries and uh, to make sh to ease certain people's minds that it is safe, that we are a friendly community, that um, 
people working together can do great things. Michelle Lupe joined the group and asked what we're drinking. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, Hi, Michelle. I'm drinking, I'm drinking Whitman Bruin. I can hear America singing New England IPA. I am drinking a artisanal BB Brown L. BB Brown. Oh, and Brown. I will be... I will be drinking some artisanal later on popcorn and pints because I have a fridge full of it. So I'm excited about that. I've got, a, I've got their uh, Palmerton Pale Ale, which I haven't tried yet. So I'm looking forward to that, but I've heard great things. And some of their Welcome Home IPA in the fridge. So uh, tune into popcorn and pints. I might be a little sloppy. Hopefully I'm not. I gotta, I'll probably have some coffee later, you know, dinner. So but Order it together, Chris. Come on. Do yeah. it for me. Please. Tim, Tim's got me. Tim's got me very positive. <laughs> Aaron says, I love Tim's positivity. You got me day drinking. And like I said, this was earlier than I had planned on starting. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, the beer group's great. And it's the same thing with the wine group, which, um, you know, I'm not as familiar with all the local wineries. I, of course, know a couple. I've been to one or two. But and I've been meaning to pick up some wines because it's been a while since i've actually had any wine i'm more familiar with the uh, the wineries up in the thousand island area because my family will go up there in the summer for random vacations particularly the thousand islands brewer or winery and uh coyote moon those are two of my favorites up in new york state wineries gotcha i've never been to either um i myself am trying to learn more about wine and wines. I uh, started the group in an effort to do that. And um, I actually started working with, uh, shout out to Altima Vineyard and Winery. Uh, I handled their social media. So uh, I am learning more with the help of them and their support and uh, group members support of people posting their wine. I'll see every day and I'll say, hey, oh, that, this looks like a great wine. I should try that sometime. Or I'm learning what wine goes with what, what kind of food, and I'm learning um, what wines are sweet, what wines are dry. Um, yeah, just like little things. And, um, and another goal of uh, 518 Wines is to try to take away that, um, what's the word? Um, not feeling, but that notion that you have to know so much about wine to be in a wine community i'm trying yeah. again to bring people from the outside in who everyday wine drinker who drinks the expensive wine to the boxed wine i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm not that far removed from finishing a box of wine and taking the bag out and putting the box on my head and running around i mean i think we've all been there <laughs> <laughs> i've never put the bag on my head I haven't done the bag on my head. I, we've we've taken the bag out and walked around with it in groups and drank from the bag of wine, and then okay. just had the like the box on our head like a hat. Okay. Okay. Michael Hajnicki, the Spa City Brew Bus. Hey there, guys. Hey, Mike. Thanks for checking in. Thanks hey, for Hodge. watching. I appreciate it. Elitism, Michelle says. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Michelle. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I get what you're saying with the wine. You depending on the type of the group of people drinking wine it does it can feel a little snobbish if you want to drink wine but don't know anything about it right and it makes people feel uncomfortable and i'm trying to welcome people who want to feel comfortable drinking wine um like all my groups i want people to feel comfortable i want people to feel welcome feel like family i definitely recommend uh you can find the thousand island winery stuff in a lot of the local places and i know uh, from experience, it's walking distance from the campsite that my uncles bought. So, <laughs> if you're if I, when I'm desperate enough, <laughs> I have to but, check them out. Yeah, it, uh, it's good stuff. I'm hoping I was, you know, again once the COVID clears up and travel is more open freely, taking a road trip up there. I love to do podcasts all over there. There's wineries right on the Canadian border for anyone that's not aware of the Thousand Islands. Basically go to Syracuse and then just go north until you hit the border. But uh, the number of wineries up there, a couple breweries, there's a Woodboat Brewery that has some good beers. Okay. Um, there's another one, Cape Vincent Brewing up there that's really good. All in a general area. So I'm hoping to take a road trip 
if not late this summer in the fall, depending on how things are looking and knocking out a bunch of podcast episodes. That's uh, one of my goals for the show. Great. I think that taking would be it, Take you. it on the road, man. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, uh, if you remember, uh, just uh, if you go to these wineries or breweries, just tell them about 518 Brews and Wines. And, you know, I want them all to be able to share in, in the groups and share their products and stuff. Just because it's labeled 518 doesn't mean it has to stay exclusive to 518. No, and, and that's another thing I like about the 518 Brews. There's pictures of all kinds of beer, stuff I've never seen or heard of before. So, yeah, I mean, there's a local focus, but it's great for beer knowledge all around, which is really cool. Right. Uh, Peter Bow, Great Flats has Thousand Islands wines. Awesome. Yeah. So you can find the Thousand Island wine wines you can find around. I've also seen a lot of, uh, there's a couple distilleries up there, Clayton Distillery, um, St. Lawrence Distillery, because it's right on the St. Lawrence River. I think Green Wolf Brewing had some St. Lawrence spirits from that distillery last time awesome. I was out there. I love Green Wolf. Green Wolf <laughs> is great, man. I did a show out there with Matt and Caleb. And what I, what I, what I've come to love about, and I haven't been out there in a long time, and I, I regret that, but it's a little bit of a drive. So it's, that's it's what I like, like I, about it. For me, for me, that's why I like about it because I want to get away from the city every once in a while. Uh, no, oh no, it's great, and they're in you know their own little village. There's a great uh, Italian place right across the street you can get a pizza from, which uh, we did. But one of the uh, highlights of Green Wolf, I thought, was they have a more unique beer selection than you would find at a lot of breweries. Like they don't have IPAs, they have a but they have a great variety of all kinds of other stuff. Yeah, they do have good variety. And I, I love how it's laid back. When I went there, I visit, I, I've been there uh, once uh, to see uh, Caleb, especially. Yo, Caleb's a, a, yeah, Caleb's great. Yeah, Caleb's great. Yeah, he's a great dude. Um, and I love the, the, the chill vibe that that brewery had. They were, they were spinning, like, they were spinning soul music. And it was a nice open space. I was feeling good that day. I was, uh, I had a nice drive. I got away, and uh, I'll, I, I highly recommend that place. Just definitely go to Green Wolf. You'll yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm waiting for the weather to get a little better so I can like get a pizza from across the street and bring it over and sit outside again. I'm not a winter guy. I don't. I don't like the winter. No, no, I love the snow. I, you know what? As long as it's not on the roads, I can live with it. <laughs> <laughs> Like if it could snow everywhere but the road, sure. Gotcha. Like uh, I, I could do without all uh, like below zero temperatures. Come on, who likes oh, below God. zero? Or honestly, like near zero. Honestly, the worst part's the wind, man. People talk about the cold, but it, it's never feels as cold as it is unless it's super windy. Right. Like it's, and it's just a nightmare out there when it is. Right. By the oh, way, yeah. I like the beard. Thank you. I'm in, uh, I'm trying to regrow mine a bit. I'm in that awkward two to three week stage where it looks like, where I'm like, I should shave this because it looks awful. But in two weeks from now, I'll be glad that I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like if I was to shave my, my beard, like I try to keep it like crispy and clean. I don't, I don't want it too long, too scruffy. I want it crispy and clean. But if I was to shave my beard, I would have such a baby face. I already have a baby face now. If I was to oh. shave this, I'd look 21, 22. Me too, man. Especially, than, <laughs> I'm getting carded now. <laughs> especially since I just got a haircut. I, I I, mean, I was using my college ID at least 10 years after for like movie discounts. <laughs> after I was <laughs> done with college. Like I would just shave. I look exactly the same as I did 20 years ago at this point. And honestly, I didn't even start growing a beard a couple times until the last year or two. I'm like gotcha. it you know the pandemic hit. i'm like who gives a shit what anybody looks like anymore <laughs> <laughs> it's like i couldn't i personally couldn't grow a beard for the longest until uh maybe like six years ago i was like wait a minute what is all this stuff filling in where did this come from <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, mine again i need to get at least a month in before i can get anything respectable because it's it's nowhere near as full as i would like it to be uh-huh like uh like I'm Irish and my dad has Native American blood in him. So something about the combination apparently prevents me from growing a really nice full beard. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. Let's see. James Guinup chimes in. Oneana, New York has some good breweries and wineries. They do. I want to do the Coopertown beer trail. That would be great. Yeah, I've be nice. been out to Oneana in a long time. I would go out there and visit some friends. Michelle, highly recommended. Yeah. Yeah, we'll add it to our list, though. I'll add it to my yeah. list. 
I'm not sure what's out there. Like I said, I haven't been out there since I've had friends in college. And I remember uh, taking one trip out there. I went to a class with a friend of mine at the time. Just because I had nothing. It's not like I had anything to do. I would just yeah. be sitting in the dorms waiting. So I went to the class and I remember that they had a pop quiz that day. So the teacher handed out papers. I ended up with one and I didn't fill out the name, but I filled out all kinds of ridiculous answers because it was a short answer pop quiz. I can't remember everything I wrote. It was history related. And I remember writing on one line, the fact that there's an answer to this question boggles my mind. And my paper got turned in with the rest of them. Oh, wow. So my friend calls me a week later. She's And she's like, uh, the teacher deducted points from everyone's quiz because the teacher didn't know who did that. <laughs> oh, man. So I, I was that asshole, apparently. <laughs> uh, always one of them. Apparently. Damn, 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 Chris. <laughs> Peter Bow, Cooperstown is the best. Six breweries, I think. That's that's a lot of breweries. Well, I mean, Ami Gain's out in Coop, Cooperstown. No, is that Ami Gain territory? Yeah, Cooperstown? yeah. yeah it's like, okay. yeah. Yeah, Oneana, I want to try back. I want to try that cold pizza. I hear so many good things about that cold pizza. I remember having awesome the cold pizza. cheese pizza. Oh, okay. Uh, I remember I having awesome pizza, but uh, that wasn't it, it. I'm more proud of you, Chris. Thanks, Aaron. I don't know what you're proud of, but thank you. <laughs> My buddy, Aaron. So, I mean, we talked about the 518 group a bit earlier, and I've seen just the stories I've seen posted in this group have almost brought a tear to my eye occasionally. And it's an amazing group. And I, I'll, I have to admit the animal stories catch my attention sometimes more than the human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They catch my eye too. And uh, a lot of the stories are, are touching. Um, they're cute, especially the animal ones uh, in like uh, in people who are overcoming obstacles, like uh, like children or adults, seniors are you know, overcome COVID or I've seen stories of people coming overcoming cancer and cancer treatments on the group. Um, I've seen people um, uh, doing hero heroic efforts being posted on that group. So there's a lot of uplifting and touching stories on a uh, 5188 And also um, there's a lot of people who ask or that are in need who ask us for help or ask the group for help. And um, I'm glad that people feel comfortable doing that because uh, us group members, most of us have great hearts and uh, we'll go above and beyond to just to help one another. And I think it's a wonderful thing. No, that's great. Cause it, I mean, it's hard to find that stuff, especially these days, obviously with the pandemic and, you know, just the, mention of the word politics sets people off so it's great to see yeah. stuff like that do you have any pets unfortunately no because no? i can't have pets in my apartment oh, i do okay. want pets I, I really do want pets. <laughs> i used to have pets i used to have a dog uh i used to have uh growing up a german shepherd husky mix and he had one blue eye his name was kojak he had oh, one man. blue eye and one uh, brown eye and uh yeah, he was full of energy, and uh, he was a fun dog to have. Um, I had cats growing up. Um, I had uh, an iguana at one point. Um, you so had I, an iguana? How was? Yeah, yeah. When I was a teenager, I had an iguana named Iggy. Iggy, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, yeah, I've had I have I've had pets in and out of my life. Um, but my cat—I don't want to think of sad stories. My cat died from leukemia. Oh. And uh, my dog had to be put down because of uh, an incident um, when I was younger, like um, in my early 20s. But I haven't had a pet since. But I do when I get my next apartment or if I buy a house anytime soon, that's what I'm going to definitely get a pet. Yeah, my girlfriend. Animals. Yeah, my girlfriend and I, uh, we had two beagles. One of them passed away almost two years ago. Uh, both rescue beagles, one from Mohawk Humane Hudson uh in Manans. We named him Heath. He was awesome. It was lazy. It was great. Beagles are beagles are definitely one of my favorite breeds, but I in the future I'd love to have a husky. I don't know. I just love the look of them for one thing. But uh and now we have our other beagle Australian shepherd mix, Zoe, who I post well I'll post a picture of her every once in a while as the mascot. Uh, -huh. uh there was the one time I 
just put empty beer cans all around her while she was passed out and just posted a picture of that. That was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, pets are great, man. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like he, when he passed away or boy beagle you know that was more from old age and health issues and stuff but one thing i recommend is pet health insurance as dumb as that sounds <laughs> that uh pet health insurance is a way to go i i could imagine yeah vet bills can can be high they can be high yeah and it's unfortunate that they are but you know just like uh medical bills they skyrocket as well for humans yeah man they they really can but the yeah so if you're getting pets pet insurance is the way to go Okay. Noted. <laughs> that's that's my recommendation at least. So I had some more notes on Tim's kitchen, but I think we talked about a lot about that. Tell me, I mean, you mentioned you came from a large like multi multicultural family and everything like that and I mean, what was the impact from that on you? Which is Oh, ma- massive. Uh yeah. I I've had people in my family like for instance, I'm multiracial myself. So like I, I never knew exactly what I was until I did my ancestry, um, my ancestry test. Uh, did you I do knew, like the twenty three and Me thing? Yeah, but through ancestry.com. Oh, I okay. knew I knew one side of my family what I was, but I didn't know my father's side because uh, I only met my father once in my life. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, so I'm part Irish, Polish, uh, different types of African. Um, I have uh, English in me, um, uh, British. Uh, yeah, just um, I have some <laughs> uh, Swedish, and uh, my last name Walton actually actually comes from this is historic fact from the Walton plantation in Virginia. Oh wow! Uh, my grandfather Walton moved up here in the early 1900s, and uh, met my grandmother Gertrude Dobson which and they met in Schenectady and sh- that's the family that comes from the Middleburg and Skenevis area. Okay. Yeah. So I have, uh, on that side of the family, African-American native American roots. Uh, oh, wow. but see, I didn't get native American blood in my test results, but my cousin did, he got 1% and I didn't get any. So that's I think it funny. comes from the father. Cause that's I, funny. That lineage comes, uh, for me, comes from my mother, but uh, my cousins, uh, my uncle, uh, had my cousin so from you know in the family so i think he got that one percent from my uh my uncle that's funny because i did the 23 and me thing and uh like all the irishness and european stuff came through from like my mom's side and my dad's native american has some native american heritage and that didn't really show up at all right i'm like so you know the, of course the immediate joke was well you know is he really your dad and i'm like yeah yeah i'm pretty sure <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, the actual Native American tribe that's in my family uh, is a uh, Mohawk. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. My dad was Cherokee. That Cherokee? was okay. yeah. But I'm like, I probably I'm now I'm kind of uh, since it didn't show up in the report, it's probably a good thing I wasn't checking the minority boxes all the way through those college applications and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, going back to the culture being an influence. Yeah, so I've had I come from. A mixed race background so are most of my uh, a lot of my cousins and uh we're just a melting pot and family members and not to mention the people in my neighborhood so we had a lot of uh puerto rican influence guyanese uh italian i grew up on hamilton hill in schenectady oh wow. uh, i was born and raised on schenectady street yep um and uh yeah just different uh cultures you know german um uh like I said, Italian, uh, you you name it, Irish, everybody. Let's and, see, my uh, buddy, my buddy Aaron says you see the world different being multiracial. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's uh, it's, but in the in a so much better way because there's so many viewpoints and so much more to learn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So I I benefited from all that and uh, learning from my family and different families and going back to the food thing, I was very exposed at a young age to multicultural food. And like I said, in an earlier interview, I would ask questions all the time. I was always curious of how things were done. And I, I, I've always had a curious mindset when I was young. I still, I still have a curious mindset, but when I was young, 
I was the type of person to take things apart and to see how they work and then yeah. put them back together. Curious Tim, not curious George. <laughs> That's how I learned computers. Um, when I got my first computer, I couldn't afford to get it uh, repaired and fixed. So I took it apart on my own and learned how to put it back together. No, and um, I mean, back when I had a desktop, I built it myself. So I got into computers and learning to build them because I thought that was the best way to, you know, it was super interesting. I'm not as into, I'm not as into that now. I mean, did you go right. to school for anything yes, in well, particular? I, I never graduated, but I went to school for computer science uh, in the early 2000s. And then I got picked up by GE and I uh, was a intern for six months and it turned into a three-year internship. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And um, I was a part of their risk management team and I would do web design and all of their digitization process at the time uh, for at the main plant. I used to work in building too. Okay. Um, but uh, before that, uh, I got into uh, building computers on my own, repairing them. I was the guy to call. Uh, to repair the computer in the family. You know, there's all that, always that one guy in the family. Oh, yeah. Um, then after a while, uh, with my background, um, I took programming in, in college and, um, and such. And I uh, actually went back to school briefly for uh, networking courses so I could administer a Cisco network grade switch. I know how to do routing. I know how to do uh i'm actually a certified unify uh and uh, wireless engineer oh uh, wow yeah I, I worked for proctors as the assistant director of it for the last 10 years and they actually sent me to a training course in boston and they also sent me to a couple of um events in chicago uh for microsoft office 365 so i was very heavy and big into office 365 when they first got started. So yeah, I have a, uh, a well-rounded IT background. I took, uh, yeah, I have a, my associates is computer science. My bachelor's is in communications, but I took the net Cisco test back in high school or that following year. I think I failed it by like 50 points. It scored out of a thousand. And I think you needed like 800 or something like that at the time. And I think I got like 750. Yeah, but I never took. Cisco is very strict. Yeah. And I didn't take it again. I got my A plus certification at one point for like building the hardware side. And then I, I never really did anything with that. I don't like, uh, I ended up going from the community college. I graduated, I got the associates from to SUNY Albany, which I didn't really enjoy my time at SUNY Albany. Not that it's not a good school. It just wasn't for me. It wasn't a good fit. Right. So I ended up at St. Rose under the communications program, which was so much better for me. And I uh, really enjoyed my time there, got into communications. Ironically enough, I don't really, doesn't really apply to my job. Uh, I work for the government. I, uh, I edit manuals that Navy sailors use on submarines to, for training. Okay. So uh, it doesn't really apply much to what I've learned from, what I've taken from there to that, but it actually applies more to the podcast. Um, ironically enough, the last class I took was a radio class. So that's kind of like where I learned some basic editing skills and everything like that. That's wonderful. Yeah, so, like life uh, takes you different direct directions. Yeah. You never know where you're going to end up. Um, and uh, yeah, like uh, with Proctors, uh, I've always been into technology, like I mentioned before, and I've always been into art. I've always appreciated art. Um, I used to take art appreciation courses. I used to draw a lot when I was young. I used to paint. Um, and uh, I just love different artists and cultures and and when, when I did, when I do travel, I try to appreciate that. I'll go to museums and I love seeing stuff in person that I used to see in textbooks. I'm like, Oh, look, look at that. Look at that. It's so much, yeah. So much more interesting than seeing it in the textbook. Right, right, right. It's like, I remember this. <laughs> Aaron, my buddy, Aaron says, Hey Tim, I might reach out to you about my HDMI not working on my laptop, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I can repair Macs and PCs. I can repair a Mac right. or a PC. There you go, Aaron. <laughs> but so now were you laid off from Proctors? Is that what ended up happening prior yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because of COVID, yep. Yeah. But it so, turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Yeah, let's talk about Paladin Media, the social media marketing company you've created. 
Yeah, so Paladin Media LLC is a social media marketing company that gives marketing services for small businesses who do not require a full-time social media and marketing manager. Um, so I started out with a few clients and it's going very well. Uh, all my clients have seen steady growth uh, over the past couple months. Um, I just brought on a new team member. So now we're taking on web design and web developments. I saw uh, that. Jobs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, an SEO uh, request and um, it's just going to continue to grow from here. I'm just uh, happy and fortunate that uh, life did throw me a curveball and kind of forced me to get out of the nest, to get out of my comfort zone, uh, because now sky's the limit and I'm going to continue to grow and uh, remain positive every day and wake up every morning with my best foot forward. That's awesome, man. Thank How'd you. you end up settling on the name? Oh, Paladin. So a, pal a Paladin is uh French and it's known for a person of noble and chivalrous acts. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I was thinking that... in the, I was thinking of the fantasy realm, RPG games and tabletop stuff, but yeah. No, 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 no. And, uh, and that represents what part of me and what I like to do for my groups. I love doing charitable and noble acts. And also the, logo paladin it's a uh, it's the knight on the horse and it conveys action and uh the paladin is going to give your action to your business and help it grow nice i like yeah. it yeah 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 and uh yeah and uh and uh if you look at my uh facebook page in paladin media you'll see a palace in the cover and that's the palace of versailles in france which oh, i wow. visited um in 2019 and i'll never forget it and uh and you'll see my uh cover photo my personal cover photo does up the eiffel tower and um that that put that there to give me inspiration to wake up every morning and say i want to go back and see this in person again yeah like i said man once once the travel restrictions kind of loosen up and it's safe like my bucket list is mainly traveling that's that's pretty much all of what it is yeah. So just get out there and see everything I can. Yep. Life is short. Cause you know, it's, there's, it's probably 50, 50. I mean, this is, can this pandemic thing can obviously happen again. It'll probably happen again at some point in the future. I mean, there's a lot of undiscovered diseases out there, so no one should be surprised 50 years down the line, longer, shorter, whether that it happens again. So you got to live life while you can. Got that right. Yeah. So you blog, you started these Facebook groups, you started your social media company. I assume you get tired of looking at screens at some point. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and need uh, to do other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um, I need to break away every once in a while. I, I kind of stopped checking my phone every five minutes. And so now I wait like 15, 20 at the start. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, so I need to find that balance, which I'm trying every day, and it's just hard to let go. Um, but uh, yeah, I need to find that balance because it's not good for my health, and I know that. And people who people who uh, care about me a great deal have expressed that to me. And uh, I mean, I know just things. from trying to run social media accounts for the podcast and trying to promote the podcast, I'm like, this this is easily a full time job. <laughs> I like I mean I have my own Twitter account that I use my personal one basically to follow some music and news and sports stuff but trying to use it to promote a brand a name a business I'm like man this is it's constant stuff like I so at least with the podcast accounts I mainly only use end up posting stuff on the weekends cuz that's when I'm free and uh fun side note if anyone out there sees me posting a lot of stuff at once I'm probably drinking so <laughs> Fair warning. That's a, that's a, that's a safe bet. <laughs> but yeah, I so I can't imagine taking basically taking on that responsibility for multiple people, especially now that uh, you know I, we're I'm part of the Popcorn and Pints podcast. So I started a Twitter for that for our group, uh, the Z Network, which we're trying to do for content creators and grow that. So it's it's a lot of social media stuff to keep track of. So I can easily see the full time job just behind that aspect on top of 
everything else that can go with it, of course. Right, right. So I have the, the groups and the accounts that I manage, but every account is allocated a set amount of hours per month uh, to, uh, for me to manage, for my business to manage, which uh, gives me some wiggle room. But I, uh, people, people like think I'm constantly on, like I'm on, but I am so, because of my IT background of being an assistant director for the last 10 years, I am so fast with like my gestures, my eye screen coordination so <laughs> fast. It's, it just like blows my mind and it blows people's minds um, that how I can do things so rapidly. Every morning I'm just like rapid fire because I'm so used to uh, coming into the office and looking at all these help ticket requests and, um, I know how to just juggle um, um, one thing or another so just, just very quickly and um, just a natural at it because I'm, I'm hard grained and learned it over the years. So what may take like 10 minutes to, for one person to do, I'll put it out in five to three minutes or less because my coordination so fast, my, my mouse gestures on my pad are so fast. Uh, <laughs> my like, for a, for a computer term my my refresh rate is fast there you go yeah yeah so uh may what may seem like a lot is really a little to me not to boast but it feels that way no man i get it i get it <laughs> i think uh all right i think that's probably good for the live stream i do have one question to end up closing things out here super bowl prediction since that's tomorrow uh kansas city Going with Kansas City. Going with Kansas City. I won't have the audio posted before the Super Bowl happens. So this people will have to watch the video to find these out. But I think I'm with you. I think I'm leaning towards Kansas City. I honestly don't have a preference between the two teams. I'm a Giants fan, so it hurts to just see them do as poorly as they do. But right, right. (laughs) See, like I respect Brady as a quarterback being his age, right? But no, I can absolutely respect him, but it doesn't mean I want him to win. (laughs) I don't want him to win either because I'm a Colts fan. And oh, that's right. I've seen you post about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they stole the Super Bowl from us, Deflate Gate. Well, let me ask you this: what were your thoughts? What were your (laughs) thoughts on Eli winning it in Indianapolis? Then Uh, it was. That's the next best thing. It's it's it's, uh it was uh. It was Peyton's brother, so like I couldn't feel that bad. Like, I, I know, yeah, exactly. I felt bad, but I didn't feel that bad. Exactly, it was, it was, and that was his brother. <laughs> almost like cheering for the home team. Right, so. right, right. Plus, yeah, like I, I support your teams um, when I'm not cheering on my group, my my, my team. So my buddy Aaron I, says, not watching it, done with football until next <laughs> season, but rooting for the Bucks. He's a Niners fan, so he's never happy. Okay, he's never happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's certainly not going to be rooting for Kansas City after last year. I'm sure of that. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think that's a wrap for stories from a virtual bar live, friend. I think this was another great success. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for so much for having me. This was uh, fun, and I'd like yeah. to do it again sometime in the future. Absolutely. We'll have to have you back on. I'm working on setting up more live streams, so everyone out there, keep an eye on the stories from a bar Facebook page. Uh, like I said, I'm going to try to do something like twice a month. I've already got my next guest lined up. I haven't announced it yet. I think a friend put a spoiler out there, but I'm not going to tell you who that is. I'm going to leave that for a little surprise until we get a little closer. So I appreciate everyone out there that, uh, Tim, thanks for hanging out, joining me. No problem. Certainly Thank appreciate you, so much, Chris. you taking the time. Busy guy. I appreciate everyone out there for, you know, anyone that hopped on. I think we were up to at least six or eight viewers at one point live. So, and there'll be so many more that catch this at some point in the next couple of weeks and i'll get the audio posted in the next few days or so but day drinking and chatting has been fun friend it's yes been it's a good been time. fun so Thank be sure so to much. yes absolutely everyone out there be sure to like and subscribe to the 518 brews facebook page as well as the group uh, of course don't forget about 518 great wines restaurants the business network i forgot to mention the business network oh yeah the business network so that's connecting entrepreneurs and uh, professionals in our capital region and there uh, we go. We, yeah, I know we do a, a, a Monday roll call every Monday at noon and everybody posts their business and skills in the comments. And we have a bi-weekly Zoom meeting that happens at Friday on Fridays bi-weekly at 8 a.m. Awesome. So people check out those groups. Uh, don't sleep on Tim's New York kitchen. Apparently he's got a big don't call it a comeback moment coming. That's right. 
<laughs> you, can find, <laughs> you can find all of that on Facebook and Instagram, some Twitter, of course. I think that covers everything, right? Anything else you want to throw in? Uh, just uh, please continue to support our groups in the feeds. We're doing a lot of good for the community in multiple communities. And uh, myself and my team appreciate your support. And thank you. Awesome. So a huge thanks to everyone out there for checking out the show. You'll find Stories from a Bar on Facebook. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at StoriesFAB. And if you're looking for something fun to do on Saturday nights, I've, of course, mentioned it a number of times. Popcorn and Pints, you'll find our live stream on Facebook on Saturday nights and YouTube, Twitter. It's all over the place. But check out the Popcorn and Pints Facebook page. Check out the it's an exclusive to the Z Network a network for content creators by content creators. So check all that out on Facebook and you'll find stories from a bar pretty much on all your major podcast platforms. We've got Apple, Google, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, iHeart. Just check them all out. Just find it. You'll find it. It's growing. It's I've gotten it on all these places. Luckily it's, it doesn't take a lot of, I just post it to one place and it does everything for me. So it's, it's, very easy. So I can get it on all these places, but be sure to like, and subscribe. That's the important part. And even more importantly, spread the word people spread the word. So until next time, cheers. cheers.